Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Age of Radio. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It is that time once again, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and as always, joining me and my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, but this feels like deja vu. Right? We, we, do we do we say it like that every time? Just about. Okay. Anyways, yeah, I'm good, man. You ready to get this going? Yes, sir. So we're sorry for the delay, of course. We WrestleMania weekend, so we had to take Saturday off for wrestling talk. But we're back Monday night with, of course, baseball basketball talk. Yes, let's do it, brother. We're diving deep into it. Here we go. NBA records from this past week in the Eastern Conference in ascending order. Starting from the bottom, now we're going to the top. Here we go. Detroit Pistons went 2-3 and three this last week. The Magic 0-4, Cavaliers and Wizards both went 2-2. Two and two. Raptors 2-3, and three. the Bulls 3-2, and two. Pacers 4-1, and one. Knicks 2-2, two and two. Celtics 4-1, and one. Hornets 2-2, two and two. Heat 2-1, two and one. Hawks 4-1, and one. Bucks 1-3, and, and the Nets and 76ers both went 2-2. Two and two. In the Western Conference, the T-Wolves went 2-2. Two and two. Rockets 1-4, and four. Thunder 0-4, oh Kings 0-3. Oh Pelicans three and two, Warriors two and two, Spurs one and three, Grizzlies went three and two, Mavericks two and two, Blazers one and three, Lakers two and two, Nuggets four and one, Clippers went undefeated this last week at five and zero, oh. Suns three and one, and the Jazz at two and two. Whew. And now for the NBA standings, doing the ten seeds for you because those are the seeds that matter. Eastern Conference, here we go. In descending order, starting from the top. 76ers and Nets are both 36 and 17, with a percentage of 679. In third place, or technically second, but I have to digress and make it third, because that's the way that I get. The Buccaneers, whoops, sorry. (laughs) Too many Bucks teams in the leagues now, nowadays, it confuses me. The Bucks are 30 and 30. 
33 and 20. There we go. 623 percentage <laughs> in three games back. The Hawks are 29, 25, 537 with seven and a half games behind the two top teams. The Miami Heat are 28 and 25 with a 5, uh, 28 percentage in eight games back. The Hornets are 27 and 25, 519 and eight and a half back. The Celtics are 28 and 26 with the same percentage as the Hornets at 519 and also eight and a half back. The Knicks are 500 at 27 and 27 and nine and a half back. The Pacers are 25 and 27, 41 percentage, 10 and a half back. And the Bulls, the Bulls, the not, Bulls, not the Bears, the Bulls, the other <laughs> Chicago team the are Bulls. 22, 30, 423 winning percentage, and 13 and a half back. Now to the Western Conference, the better conference. <laughs> Number one, Jazz, 40, 13, 755 percentage, and no games back, of course, because they lead. Number two, the Suns, 37, 15, 7, 12 percentage, two and a half back. The Los Angeles Clippers, or hopefully soon to be, well, they'll still be the Los Angeles Clippers. They'll just be in Inglewood. So, you know, that's what it is. 37. Can we just call them the Inglewood Clippers? Can we just call them the Clippers and not uh, acknowledge that they're in the Los Angeles area, period? Well, That'd be great. That'd that. be great. Can we just call them the Seattle Supersonics? <laughs> oh, wait. They're not in Seattle. Never mind. All right. They're 37, 18, 630, uh, 673 percentage and four games back. The Denver Nuggets, 34-19, 642 percentage, and six games back. Our Los Angeles Lakers are treading water and keeping their head just above it. Our 33-20, 623 percentage, and seven games back. The Blazers are right behind them at 31-22, 585 average, and nine games back. The Mavericks are 29-23, 558 percentage, ten and a half back. The Grizzlies, Grizzlies. Grizzlies are 26, 25, 5, 10 percentage, and 13 back. The Spurs are 25 and 26, 490 percentage, 14 games back. And the Warriors, 25, 28, 472 uh, percentage, and 15 games back. Now to baseball. (laughs) Now we're going to have some fun. In a surprising turn of events, the Oakland Athletics are 3 and 4. Tigers, 1 and 6. Rangers, 3-4, 3-4, and four. White Sox 3-2, Orioles 2-5, and five. Yankees 3-4, Rays 2-4, Blue Jays 3-4, and four. Twins 4-3, four and three. Mariners 3-3, three three. Royals 2-3, and three. Indians 5-1 and one, surprisingly, Angels 4-2, Red Sox 6-1 and one this past week, and the Astros are 3-3 three and three this past week. Into the National League we go. The Nationals are 1-5 this past week. Marlins 1-4. Rockies 2-5, as well as the Pirates. The Diamondbacks are 4-3. Mets 2-3. Cubs 2-4. Braves and Cardinals and Brewers all 4-3 this past week. The Giants 5-1, surprisingly. Reds 5-2. Phillies 4-3. Padres 4-3. And And the Dodgers 6-1. Oh, yes. (laughs) (sighs) I'm not doing things later. (laughs) Wow. In the American League standings in the East Division, the Red Sox lead the division at 6 and 3 with a 677 percentage. The Blue Jays are 4 and 5 with a 444 percentage, as well are the Rays, Yankees and Orioles, all 4 and 5. Two games back of the Red Sox. Wow. That's crazy how that's turning out so far. In the Central Division, the Indians are leading the Central Division at 5 and 3 with a 625 percentage. The Royals are 4-3 with a 571 percentage and a half game back. 
The Twins are five and four with five fifty six percentage and a half game back. The White Sox are four and five and four 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 percentage and one and a half back. The Tigers are three and six with a three 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 average and two and a half back. In the AOS, the Astros and the Angels are tied for the top of the division at six and three, a percentage of six sixty seven. <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to go with um, movie phone voice guy. I don't know why. <laughs> I just felt right. <clears throat> Probably because of the phlegm in my throat for. <clears throat> Here we just go. Just work with it. Yep, right. In a world. <laughs> <laughs> Mariners are 5-4, five 5-5-6 five, five, percentage in a game back. The Rangers 3-6, three 3-3-3 three, three percentage in three games back. And the surprisingly lowly A's 3-7, three 300 percentage in three and a half back. Mm. But they're not the lowliest team in the league, as that actually belongs to a team we're about to discuss. The Phillies are 6-3 with a 6-67 percentage, leading the ALEs. Or NLE, sorry. The Braves are four and five with a four 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 percentage and two games back. The Mets are two and three with a four hundred percentage and two games back. The Marlins are two and six with two fifty percentage and three and a half back. And the Nationals, as we said, are the loneliest team in the league at one and five, one sixty seven percentage and three and a half back. At least they're still in it technically. In the National League Central, the Reds surprisingly are on top of that division at six and three with a six six seven percentage. The Brewers and Cardinals are tied at five and four, five fifty-six percentage in one game back. The Cubs are four and five with a four 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 percentage in two games back. And the Pirates are three and six with a three 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 percentage in three games back. In the National League West. Here we go, baby. The Dodgers. Oh, I love saying the Dodgers. Ah, Dodgers. We lead the division at eight and two. Eight hundred percentage. And of course no games back. Because only we can trail ourselves. <laughs> Just kidding. Padres, 7-3, so nipping at the heels with a 700 percentage and a game back. The Giants, surprisingly, are 6-3 with a 6-6-7 percentage, 1.5 back. The Diamondbacks are 4-6 with a 400 percentage and 4 games back. And the Rockies, bringing up the rear, 3-7, 300 percentage and 5 games back. Woo! That was Dang, a lot. Yeah. So let's get into some news. Let's do it, brother. Starting off early in the MLB season, and already we have some surprise standings. Starting off with the Boston Red Sox, currently 6-3 and in leading the ALE. So, Cooper, give me your thoughts on the Red Sox, the team that you used to love, now hate, leading the division. You would put me on the spot like that, wouldn't you? I would. You would. I would. Um. Yeah, I, I don't really care, dude. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, look at where the Dodgers are sitting, okay? Best Our overall record is still better than them, so there you go. That's right. Best record in the entire league. At exactly. 8-2, and, and two, baby. All right. On top of that, uh, last year's AL winner in the AL West winner, Oakland A's have struggled out of the gate and currently are sitting at 3-7 and seven and in last place of the division. So, Cooper, what do you think of my A's that I picked to win the division for the back-to-back year? Coming out struggling. Uh, it's early, dude. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I think it's early. Um, you know, and some teams are like this. They need to warm up before they really get a good groove going. So we'll see what happens, man. We, we definitely will see that. The quote-unquote bad guys, the Houston Astros, are currently tied for first in the AOS with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Yes, I'm putting that in there. You're not of Los Angeles. Stop calling yourselves that. <laughs> are tied at 6-3 and three in the top of the AOS. So, Cooper... 
Your thoughts on the Angels and the Astros battling out right now for first place? Um, it's it makes for interesting baseball, dude. Um, <clears throat> we'll see what happens with it. Uh, I really don't like seeing the Astros battling it out for first place. So right. Yeah. It's quite annoying. So go Angels. All right. Go anybody in that division. Yeah. We'll take the Rangers, for God's sake. Come on. All right. I mean, the Rangers don't really stand a chance, (laughs) but we'll take the Rangers if we must. (sighs) They don't care about baseball in Texas. (laughs) It's a football state. All right. Between having COVID issues that postponed the start of their season, the Nationals um, have been struggling to get off to a rocky start now at 1-5. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Nationals' struggles? Boy. Yeah, man. They're not playing like the Nationals, dude. No. Uh, don't know what's going on with this, but like I said, maybe, you know, early in the season, so they got to get their stroke, you know what I mean? Yeah. Got to get them bad swinging, got to get everybody warmed up, so we'll see what happens with it. I think it's a little too early to tell with all of this right now. It is. It's going to be entirely too early. Unfortunately, like we said, the COVID kind of, uh, you know, postponed their series with the Mets, and they had to miss one game with the Braves. Um, they had quite a few of their um, personnel even missing time due to COVID. So uh, hopefully they get beyond that and maybe start getting on a roll and start um, helping out, well, helping themselves get back into the race for the division. Because we still got a long way to go. Like we said, it's early, so these kind of early um, standings don't really mean as it is. So yeah. <laughs> ish. We'll say. <laughs> All right. So, and of course, the rich keep getting richer as the New York Yankees, the evil empire, have got the trading started this season as they picked up a really good player in Odor. I'm not even going to turn, try to pronounce his first name. So, there you go. From the Texas Rangers. Um, all they gave up were minor league outfielders Antonio Cabello and Josh uh, Stowers. Um, Odor plays second base and has power and is only 27 years of age. The Yankees also won in this trade, as the Rangers will still be paying a majority of his remaining salary on his contract. Odor has played a majority of his time in the majors at second base, but the Rangers last season tried moving him to third base, but it did not go so well for him. So, Cooper, the Yankees, man. <laughs> Going for some youth, dude. A little bit of youth. So, um, we'll, we'll, see, some pop. we'll see what happens. I think maybe, you know, you've seen how he did at third base. He didn't work out. Mm-mm. Keem in second. Very good. And there you go. Yes, sir. Um, he's one of the uh, few multi-homer, uh, multi-30 homer season players that play second base. So he's got mm-hmm. some pop. And he's still young. Yep. So. Yeah, well, yeah. Getting Maybe him he'll be breaking some records before the end of his career. Yes, sir. As long as he can stay healthy, that will definitely be um, very good for him. And if I remember correctly, he is a lefty. So he uh, will do really well at that short porch in Yankee Stadium. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Another uh, A new week and another MLB record goes down. Tim LaCastro of the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks has now stolen 28 of 28 bases attempts, which broke the mark previously held by Tim Raines uh, for most consecutive stolen bases without being caught to start a career. Arizona manager Tori uh, Lavulu praises LaCastro. Uh, La, La, it's actually LaCastro's, and I put LaCastro's on that one. LoCastro's uh, speed and has evidence besides the stolen bases to back his claim that LoCastro is the fastest man in the league. It's MLB The Show has LoCastro's speed at 99 overall, which tops in the majors. Yeah. So, Cooper, 
How about that? Another record goes down in his yeah. speed. What's funny is that uh, you and I were talking about this earlier, and the uh, first thing I said was, man, I'd love to have him on the show. Right. Because, <laughs> you know what? I like stealing bases, man. For me, that's fun. Like, uh, you know, you you watch the movie Major Leagues, Willie Mays, mm-hmm. hey, Willie you know Mays, so uh, you gotta love you gotta love a base stealer, dude. Yes, sir. We absolutely do, and I just love um, love that um, aspect. I appreciate it more than anything. Um, I play. I like. I don't mind hitting for power, but I just love irritating pitchers when I can just steal second. Oh, you held me to a single. Well, guess what? I stole second on you. Oh, look, I stole third on you. Oh yeah. <laughs> the only thing I have yet to actually do in that game is actually uh, steal home. One of these days, I might actually do it. We'll see. I mean, not me personally. Of course, I'll be playing with a player. <laughs> right. Obviously, I'm not going to steal home. Well, you can try it with him. I I, I got mad. I, I I got a little minor league story I can tell real quick. When I was playing Little League um, baseball, I was, I was obviously always a big kid. And when I played even Little League, I made it to third base. And my coach was like, okay, this kid is throwing erratic. If he throws a wild pitch, I want you to break on it. I'm like, I ain't trying to go home, dude. He goes, yes, you are. I'm like, no, I'm not going to make it. And he's like, you're going to do it. And I said, fine. So I actually got down about a quarter of the way down the down the line. He threw an air pitch. I took off as best I could. When he said go, I went, boom. I made it. But um, what sucked was the way we were set up in the Little League game, one of their coaches had to coach first base for us and our coaches would coach third base and then we had to switch out because we didn't have enough coaches for some reason i don't know why or players so we were kind of mixed so when i made it home i got home before getting tagged and the ump wasn't even paying attention that i made a play for the plate and i was safe by a mile and the freaking dude they allowed the freaking coach on the other team to call me out i was like what no. I'm like, no. that can't happen. That just and shows. Al- that just goes to show. I need replay in Little League Baseball. You, dude. It always happens. It don't matter what freaking stage of the game you're at. Yep. You get screwed no matter <laughs> what you're playing. I need replay in Little League Baseball. Right. There you go. <laughs> Not that they would have cared, but <laughs> I was just saying, I was safe by a mile. And I'm. And they took away my only... doing that to a little kid, dude. That's just like, that ain't even right. Right? I made it home. I was safe by a mile. No one tagged me until I my hand was still on the plate. I hit the plate, which was weird because my hand hit the plate. It stopped my momentum forward, but because I still had momentum, my leg swung me around the plate, which was weird. But I never took my hand off plate. Nice. And I was like, okay, that was a weird slide. Because <laughs> I can't... I couldn't slide... Um, like they do with cleats out, I always had to go head in, head in first when I slid. Dive, man, dive. Yeah, fat man slid on that all the time. <laughs> or fat boy at that time. <laughs> all right, so we're going to go ahead and uh, switch gears after my little um, sad memory from minor league baseball. That is kind of sad. <laughs> it dude. is. It's like they did that to a little kid, dude. Let's just say right. Well, it's like you can't let another team's coach call me out. That's bullcrap. <laughs> All right, so we're going to switch to the hardcore. Let's do it. And I promise I won't tell any stories from my youth in the basketball because <laughs> none of this is relevant to whatever I did on basketball court, which was not so great. All right, and what had to be one of the most surprising upsets this season? The Los Angeles Lakers went into Brooklyn and defeated the Nets 125-101. 
This was shocking as the Lakers are still without Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And also, actually, I forgot to mention, we were out without Kyle Kuzma on Saturday night, too. While the Nets had gotten back Kevin Durant and, of course, had Kyrie Irving. Um, they were missing Harden, but, hey, we're missing three of our best players, and you only were missing one, so on you. <laughs> uh, let's see here. But the limited Lakers did come to play on Saturday and demonstrated that the uh, demonstrated that with the drubbing of the Nets. Kyrie and uh, Irving and Dennis Schroeder got themselves ejected in the third quarter after John with each other beyond what the rest were willing to put up with. However, it appeared to bother the Nets more than the Lakers, who continued to roll. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the 24-point drubbing the Lakers put on the Nets in Brooklyn? Man, that that's that's awesome, dude. Uh, yeah, I think some teams, you know, it can go either one or two ways. You lose one of your, your star players to, to ejection, mm-hmm. they either fall apart or they come together. Right. And that's that's really the truth of it. So yes, sir. I think we've seen the proof in the pudding with this one. Yeah, and then it was reported today that Kyrie doesn't plan on playing in tonight's game with the Nets, and which actually drew the ire of Stephen A. Smith of ESPN, who's saying that he doesn't like that Kyrie has random absences all around the season. Yeah, it's not right, dude. Uh, it's a team sport, and if you're that selfish of a player, then... Uh... Yeah, and we discussed this a while back earlier in the season when he said he took time out to re- mentally regroup and focus on whether or not he actually wanted to continue basketball or consider going on to moving on to go ahead and becoming an advocate for the um, Black Lives Matter group. Yeah. So, it still yeah, seems to be... It still seems like his mind is elsewhere. Yeah, not in into the game anymore. All right, so the race for the worst record in the league is really starting to heat up in the NBA. I know, I made that sound exciting, didn't I? (laughs) The Rockets and Timberwolves have both only won 14 games, but the Rockets have lost one fewer game. Entering the race, though, are the Detroit Pistons, Orlando Magic, and Cleveland Cavaliers. The race for the potential number one overall pick, though, just doesn't seem as enticing as normal as there is not a clear-cut number one talent in this year's draft. Though... There are plenty of value players up and down the draft board. So just because you don't get number one doesn't mean you still won't actually get a really decent player at anywhere you pick in this uh, year's uh, draft within the first round and inside the lottery. So Yeah, I think it, it kind of sucks the way they have things set up with the draft. I think you and I have both talked about this before. Yeah, the draft if lottery. They set this, if they set this up more like the NFL, mm-hmm. it would probably make more sense. It would make more sense, but then I can honestly see what they're trying to prevent, which is um, tanking purposefully. 82 games of just playing crap. <laughs> right. You, yeah. In the NFL. You're not you, making no revenue doing anything yeah. like that at in all. In the NFL, you can kind of get away with it because it is 16 games. That it's 16 but, games, and half the time somebody's coming to the game to watch the other team play. So. Right. So, I mean, it's just, it's kill, it's just not good. So I can kind of see what they're trying to do with that aspect, but at the same time, I still really don't care for the draft lottery. It just seems, I don't know, it just seems so easily rigged, and there's been a lot of speculation about it being rigged. So uh, we're not going to get into those conspiracy theories, but I'm just saying it just, really if you have something where it seems like it's very questionable, the legitimacy of it makes you... Like hometown kid going home, going home at it just... Pure luck like that, yeah. Yeah, with like LeBron, yeah. Yeah. So, or New Orleans Pelicans knowing they're pretty much going to lose Anthony Davis and got 
the number one pick so they can draft Zion. Just saying, it kind of seemed like that was a little set up. A little pl- plan there, mm-hmm. yeah. Just saying. <laughs> All right, so the Warriors up and down. Oh, wow, I just spoke Warriors wrong. I just realized. <laughs> <laughs> up and down season took a huge hit as their young big man, James Wiseman, tore his meniscus in his right knee. Speculation is that the big man could possibly miss, uh, end up missing the rest of the season. This, of course, would probably hurt their chances of making the postseason. It may be wise, no pun intended, honestly, for the team to start resting Curry and anyone else in their long-term team plans and let fringe guys or guys who may or may not be with the team beyond this season um, get more playing time. Cooper, your thoughts on the Warriors losing Wiseman and the possibility of maybe going ahead and starting to shut down the team? Oh, man, this is not good. Not good for the Warriors at all. Um, not anything you and I wanted for the team this season. We wanted to see them actually actually contend. We knew they weren't going to be all the way up at the top, but maybe in the middle somewhere, yeah. digging for a playoff spot. So um, this, this is really sad for the team, dude. And really sad for Curry, dude, because Curry, is, he's, a, he's a baller, dude. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we'll see what happens with it. It really sucks that Wiseman got hurt. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, many prayers to him and his family. And yep. prayers for a safe recovery, man, because that's not good, man. It is not good. The least bit. <laughs> not good in the least bit. All right. Uh, so, that does it for us today. Unless you got anything else to add? No, nah, man. No, nah, I'm good. Uh, that, this was fun. It was. So, I'm, so. Well, I'm glad we're back. Doing our thing, man. So. Right. So, of course, we'll be again back tomorrow because we got NASCAR and football. Oh, yes, baby. Yay. Things are getting kind of enticing with the way the draft might end up going. Shaking, bacon, mm. pigskin. Nice. <laughs> Shaking, bake, pigskin. Yep. There we go. Sounds like a funky pork rind. <laughs> Interesting. Alright, and then of course Thursday we'll come back with a Worldwide Sports Talk. Saturday we recap WrestleMania. Boy howdy was it exciting. Oh yes, many just different things. That, wow, it was good. Yeah. yeah, we can't wait to discuss. It's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. That's right, so we're back on our regularly scheduled programming for the foreseeable future. Hopefully, hopefully nothing changes. Knock yeah. on wood. Life happens. But we, it does. But we love you guys, and we're here, and we're we're still going to be pushing this out and and growing, and, and uh, we hope you reach out to us on our social medias, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we love you guys. Thank you yes. for listening. And, of course, get that subscribe button wherever yes. you're listening to us. Subscribe, subscribe to us. Subscribe, baby. That way you get notifications on when the new episodes come out. Hey, new episode popped in. Here it is. Boom. You can listen to it now or listen to it later. We prefer you listen to it as soon as possible. <laughs> as soon as you're capable. We'd yes, really greatly appreciate yes, it. Yes, baby. Listen. And if you're just tuning in to us as late, we got plenty of episodes for you. We have 75 more of these bad boys. Go check them out. They're fun. They're great. Okay, not great, but still. <laughs> hey, man. They're good. We dude. do our best. Well, they're great, dude. They're good. All right. Anything else? I think we covered everything. No, I'm good, brother. All right. So, as always, keep keep on on talking talking sports. sports.